2: So, welcome back to another episode of Millennial Money. I am uh, Graham. We got Andre, Jick, and
0: uh, uh this this guy, Mister Jeremy, Financial Education,
3: Jeremy. Yeah, I'm on the show. I'm like I'm like the bench warmer of the team. <laughs> I'm with Michael Jordan and LeBron James of personal finance here and I'm just here to collect a paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Actually, so friend.
0: Yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. It was 4th of July it and was. you went to Canada. I went to
2: Canada <laughs> for of, the of July? Heck that was so I, I,
3: out of the ordinary. Yeah, Graham.
2: you know what? what? It was it was the only weekend where I had five, like 4 days actually where I was so ahead on videos that I could actually take time to see family in Canada. Wow. Wow. For like 4 years. You so didn't tell so me, me anything about there. this. No, it was the last I bought the ticket on like Wednesday and I flew out when was it Thursday night but did you use points no
0: I didn't how could you No,
2: I'm saving up my <laughs> I, it sounds so stupid I'm saving up my Amex points. Okay. I'm close to a million points. I just want it I want to get a screenshot of it saying a million Amex points. Wow. So, so like cool. I'm not using the points. That's now, really cool. Yeah. How was the travel
3: experience cuz everybody's been talking about travel is a nightmare right now. Planes, cancellations. delays, cancellations, yeah. you got to sleep at the airport. Da da da.
2: Um so I I'm going to like a small town, it's called London, Ontario, Canada, and technically to go there, you fly into Toronto and then you have to wait and take another small plane. I've, I've seen nothing but delays between mm. that little small plane there. So it was actually easier for me to fly into Toronto and then get a two hour ride to London, Ontario. Wow. That's cool. uh, okay. But both flights were delayed and both were full flights. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, Andre, ask
1: up. him uh, where he got the ride.
0: Where'd you get the ride? Instagram. Oh,
1: <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, so, so the, so the first ride was
2: compliments of Jeff Wibo. He's oh. someone who I uh, I've done videos with him actually in the past when I first started making YouTube videos. He's a real estate agent out, out in London, he Ontario. Up from the airport. He had his uh, his guy. He I, he has an assistant who drove two hours to Toronto to pick me up, to drive me two hours back at seven o'clock in the morning.
0: Whoa. That's the, yeah.
2: So that's Jeff Weibo. Wait, when you arrived, yeah.
0: were they like, Graham Stefan? No. <laughs> <brown.">
2: <laughs> I was the guy's just parked right out front. Okay. It was so, it was so nice. Cool. Uh, and the guy was fantastic. So big thank you to Jeff Weibo. Uh, but then going back to Toronto, I just posted on Instagram and this is what I, what I do. Uh, I post it on Instagram and I say like, hey, just like looking for a ride to Toronto this day, who's free? And within, like, 15 minutes, I probably had uh, 10 to 20 requests wow. of people saying, like, I'm free, I'll do it. And pretty quickly, I found uh, somebody, Dimitri, who just gave me a ride. How do and you just pick? The nice, I usually go by, like, who's first and who has a public profile. Because if you have a private profile and I can't at least, like, scope you out. It's a no, right but uh, if, it's a, if it's a public profile, you look interesting, you have like enough pictures there to see like you know you have friends. <laughs> uh, and Dimitri passed the test. Uh, you know what? we could even put Dimitri's Instagram, He's not going to ask that's for that. Cool. But, uh, but such a cool guy and wow. uh, he's, a, he's a mortgage guy in Canada, believe it or not, and uh, drove me all the way to Toronto just just hung out all day. Ah, I've, ne- cool. I've not on what I've never had a single bad experience. D- did he yeah. tell you any anecdotal stories about the real estate there? He says it's busy as ever. I mean, I was asking him if uh, if his the mortgage industry is beginning to slow down, like maybe interest rates are getting to a price where you know people are scaling back. He's like, at least from his experience, was no, uh, they're still going strong in Canada. But they have a slightly different mortgage uh, system than we have. So in Canada, you cannot lock in on a thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage. You could lock in, I believe it's ten years is the shortest t- term, and then they uh, then they can fluctuate after that term. Uh, Now, he is telling me something slightly worrisome for Canada, at least, is that some people are getting one to three year mortgages that are basically just uh, a fixed, uh, not fixed rate. uh, Arms. yeah, Yeah, the one to three year arm loans, which means that after that term, the interest rate could fluctuate. A little worrisome to me that some people are getting those loans because they can't afford a higher interest rate for 10 years, so they'll get like the one to three. Now banks do- I've never heard of one to three. I've never heard of that either. That's what he's telling me. Now, I'm not Canadian, so I don't know exactly what their system is, but that's what he explained to me. And they do uh, what's called stress testing to make sure that they can afford a higher payment. Um, I don't know to what degree or how much interest rates have to go up for that to be an issue. Mm. But I do worry, you know, 10 years from now, if prices are lower and the payments are way higher and people can't afford that, what happens? But wow. uh, so, do, do you happen
0: to get the like? Guess the loan to income ratio for the for the market. Debt to yeah. income, debt to incomes, because like the Toronto market, I remember was like fourteen or something ridiculous. I don't know. Okay. I don't know any specifics. I wish I did. Um, so I'm I was curious, like, like I'm how do banks sure. like lend that much money to people? It's like fourteen times their annual income. Like, how does that make sense?
3: Yeah. I know, and then you got, like, Shanghai, China, I think it it's like something 30. like 30. Yeah. <laughs> now, That's oh,
0: insane. what also is
2: interesting is that Canada banned foreign investors from buying properties. Oh. There's a, I think it's a 30% tax that they put on rental properties bought by foreign investors. I know that was a big problem
0: in Vancouver specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I think you cited last time where you said that that doesn't fix real estate prices because even though they banned international buyers, that still didn't fix their real estate prices.
2: Yeah. Well, again, I'm getting all of this anecdotal advice through Dimitri. So, you know, I don't know to what extent this this is accurate, but he's saying that for a lot of people overseas, they'll still pay the 30%. Oh, wow. So it's not discouraging people as much as maybe it was intended. Right. That's I trust for, yeah. what Dimitri says. Yeah. He delivered you all the way to Toronto. <laughs> he drove two hours to Toronto and two hours back to London, Ontario. Dimitri uh, gets my trust. All right, And then Alex so, yeah. picked you up. Yeah, and then, then Alex, and Alex picked me up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Now, I want to yeah. know, Graham, what's your opinion? Uh, do you think there's ever going to be in the United States
2: a 40-year mortgage?
3: And if yes. there is, what does that do for real estate? I
2: believe that's an option. Uh, For some people right now, that they're able to refinance, I I believe so. Either it was a proposal. I'm not sure. I think there was some qualifications. I sound like an idiot here, just guessing. Mm, Okay. Um, But no, to your point, I would not be surprised if in the future they offer a 40-year mortgage.
3: And that becomes like the
0: standard. Do you think values would skyrocket if that was the case? Oh, totally. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Doesn't Sweden do that?
3: Uh, I don't know about Sweden, but I'm sure somebody does it in your 40-year yeah, yeah. mortgage. Again,
2: it's like I'm talking. Like I think, yeah. I think yeah, there's yeah. another country who offers it's, it's, that, and people just perpetually roll one,
0: over the yeah. loan. Yeah. If there was
3: a 40-year yeah. offered, it would it would skyrocket.
0: Oh, totally. Wow. It's, it's, it's kind yeah, of like going into a dealership, and 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 the guy always asks you, like, so how much do you want to pay per month? And you're like, I, I can't afford more than three hundred dollars <laughs> a month. And they're like, Great, I got you this deal. You're gonna pay three hundred dollars a month for the next 140 months. Yes.
3: <laughs> and you're like, okay. I know it used yeah. to be customary where if you got an auto loan, it was three three to maybe five years. And now they'll push way past five. Yeah. It takes it, you know, whatever. forty-four
4: month loans. <laughs> exactly. It's insane. Yeah. And yeah. as a person
3: that wants a car, it's like, eh, and yeah,
2: here's the thing fun. too, I would take the 40 year. I would think at year, yeah. 40 years, well, for sure. come on. I mean, yeah. why not take it? As yeah. long as you're smart with it, as long as you're yeah. not like extending yourself and getting a 40 year loan, but like yeah. assuming you could leverage your money, yeah. at a low enough rate, it makes a- sense. Every
3: property you'd want
2: to refi for a 40 year. Yeah. yeah, imagine for rentals, the cash flow would you, would you rental you refi? properties depends what the interest rate yeah. is. Uh, right now, I'm locked in on low rates, so if it goes from like three to seven percent, no. Right. But if it's like three to four, and it goes from a 30
0: to up. 40 year long it's reset probably because right, that would lower the monthly payment substantially yeah. yeah wow
3: yeah that's why one of the reasons i'm like if my house doesn't move the one i'm trying to sell i'm like that's fine i'll just keep it for a rental the 40 year is probably coming at some point in time yeah because you know they're gonna do whatever it takes to save the market right if that means we got to start doing 40 year mortgages we'll do it well, do you so, remember
0: the Fannie Mae uh loans they increased the value I, I was it in the US in total or was it in Nevada specifically they increased the maximum value that Oh, loans but
2: that's too. but that's based on uh average home prices based on the along state, with yeah. inflation. Yeah. So it 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 raises every year. Right. Uh usually it's not a huge raise because home prices won't go up 20 30%, but this last year they did, and so some areas, yeah, you could get an FHA loan for up to like a million dollars in some cities in Los Angeles, where that's the going price. Wow! Right.
0: Oh, uh, did you guys receive a letter in the mail recently by chance, where it was asking you to cap your interest rate for uh, property taxes? Yeah. Did you do that, Jeremy?
3: Uh, my wife probably did. Yeah, I d- would probably did. Yeah. So you'll is, know if you did it this year. I, I mean, most of the letters I get from from the IRS, but do you guys <laughs> what, have no one else to write to? someone like, this
2: time, <laughs> <laughs> dear Jeremy. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a saying I you know letter. Money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yours <laughs> truly. Yeah. No, no,
3: but yeah, what happened? The the property taxes. I don't know. My so, wife handled. Yeah, it. I'm yeah, I'm trying to
0: understand yeah. it too because it, it was basically to lock in your interest rates so they don't increase your rates beyond was it three percent, three and a half percent? Okay. Yeah. So is that that's for your primary residence? Yeah. So in Las Vegas, the way it works is that. Uh, when
2: you buy a primary residence, that uh, property tax increase or the appraised value of the property is capped at 3%. Okay. So if you buy a home for $100,000 the next year, uh, the property tax is going to be based off $103,000. Mm. Now, if you have a rental property, that could go all the way up to 10% a year, just depending on inflation and property values. Well, this year, property values went up by a lot. Inflation mm-hmm. is up by a lot. And instead of the default being three percent unless you specify uh, specify otherwise now it's your property's going up in value by eight to ten percent unless you say that you live there and so now the yeah. default is we're gonna raise the property taxes for everybody unless you specify otherwise now I think this only is for, for one house that's a primary residence uh, is for a primary residence so in order to get around that you have to send in a mailer that looks like spam. It yeah. looks like something you would throw away, and I, I've thrown it wow. away, uh, where you have to like fill it out, this little card, mm-hmm. check a box, and then send it back. Oh. Nobody's doing that. My wife so, did it online. I know you she can't do it. it online. She said she did it online. Alex, can you do it online?
1: Uh, yes, you can. I did it oh. online.
2: Wait, wait. What do you mean you did it? You applied for it. me? Why did I yes, have to sign
1: something? I did it online. How did I have to sign something? Because I sent it back to them digitally. No, but it's not a form that you sign. I think... Uh, no Jeremy's, it's a form that you signed i emailed the listen this is what happened out, let Jeremy. me give you guys yeah, the right. real uh, graham's talking uh. over here like oh yeah i got the card and i sent it in <laughs> no 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 let me tell you the, the <laughs> real story <laughs> grandma <laughs> is like oh alex uh can you look into this because uh i think we didn't get this card and then i contacted uh what is it the assessors or whatever mm-hmm. and they're like oh yeah uh they sent me the form they're like just sign this return it electronically and you're done they're like we'll also send you a mail copy just as a backup but if you do they're like assuming I'm a boomer and I can't use a computer basically uh, so <laughs> they're like as long as you do it electronically yeah. it's fine if you want to mail it in you could do that so yes yeah, you can right. do it electronically
2: so i was thinking. so i meant i should clarify like there's a website <laughs> where you just type in your property address your name you click a box and click submit it's a, it's a form that you, it's a pdf that you have to print out and then scan it back to them right so I you can do it online? Okay. So you so can do it with sign, Kind of. Do they? No, they don't allow docu signs. Wet signatures only on it? They yet? allow DocuSign. No. Wet signatures only. Was it wet signatures only? Wet signatures. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Wet signatures means you actually have to physically sign it. Stamping it with wax. man. <laughs> That's wow. what we want. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. Yeah. I'm making up so, so much stuff.
3: Have you guys ever thought about the middle class before?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How do they do no. it on 60 grand a year, Jeremy? Um, yeah. No, every episode it goes up 100 grand <laughs> yeah. a year i don't understand
3: Six hundred thousand. no so good news for the middle class commodities are
0: tanking okay so you said oil is back under hundred dollars yeah, oil's back under 100. okay where was it at the peak
3: oh gosh it was 125, 125 i think or yeah, close yeah, to like 130 that. i think at the peak yeah and that was about a month ago yeah so oil's starting to come down so it's going to take a while before it gets to the gas pump unfortunately because that's the thing people will look at the oil price and like. Tomorrow, gas price has to be cheaper. It doesn't work like that. It's going to take a while. Uh, But not just that. All the commodities have been tanking, like oats, for instance, wheat for instance, um, lumber, like all the commodities. If you pull up three months, six months on, on all these commodities, they are down dramatically like 20, 30, 40 plus percent. Yeah. Like Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a commodity. That's true. Yeah. And well, <laughs> Mr. Uh, what Gary, Gary over at the, uh, SEC, he wants to treat it as a commodity. Yeah. Right? Well it should be. Yeah. Like, which it should be. Okay. So you sense, agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now, uh, does Not the Bitcoin security. community, Sorry. Does ahead. the Bitcoin community in general mm. want that to be a commodity? I, I think that's the case. Yeah, I don't think okay. they want it to be a security. That's the thing we want to avoid. Don't they want it to be? A cur- it was a, cur- a currency treated more like that. Not necessarily. I think if anything, they want like a hybrid custom model where it's like, it's, you know, it's its own thing because it has parts currency. It has parts commodity. It has different parts to it, but definitely not a security. Okay. That's what we want to avoid.
3: I want to get back down the Bitcoin, Ethereum rabbit hole in just a moment, but to finish out the part on inflation, it matters obviously for the prices people pay, right? But it also matters for the psychology of the market and where the market's at. No one wants to see this 8% plus inflation numbers keep coming out or the market's not going to be able to move out. We've got to see inflation start to continue to down. Downtrend, downtrend, downtrend. That will give the market some, like, breath of fresh air, some relief. So, if you are thinking about that, that's what we have to see. As long as we get eight, nine percent inflation, like, you know, the market's just not going to feel comfortable. Yeah, we've got to see it consistently come down month after month after month after month. But so far, so, it's
0: climbing back up again. So that's
3: well, yeah. yeah. But commodities have also crashed really bad recently, specifically, obviously, oil.
0: Right. So, yeah, we'll see what so, happens at the pump. So, you think uh, that'll be reflective in the GDP numbers?
3: That will be, uh, reflective in the, the CPI numbers, right. which will be out. Well, the next inf- the problem is the, this current numbers is back looking, right? So it's right. looking at June. So these numbers will still be high. It's just a question of, is it's record high right. next month? I think is an important one, right? July. The numbers we have right now, cause all these commodity prices coming down just start to so reflect
0: really what's going on t- today. Won't be reflected until like Q3. It's more
3: than likely. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. July numbers, August numbers, September numbers. Yeah. Q3. Right. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's hope for the best, though, man. Yeah. Because Because uh, we know, Lord knows, the market needs a breath. I need. I'm tired, man. Yeah. I'm thinking about retiring. I, I, I think I got the rest on of this what, crash in, <laughs> on what, Jeremy? On silver. I think I got the rest of this crash in me in part of the next bull market, and then I'm like, man, this this crash has been vicious. I think I'm ready to dip after when we're in the next bull market. I'm like, yeah, oh, gosh. Because you, you, like, everything peaked really in like January, February. That's when the, you know, technically the market peaked in November, right? right? And that's when everybody started to actually field and specifically this year and everybody started paying attention. But the, a lot of the riskier stocks started to go down in like January, February, 2021. So we've kind of been in this like downtrend really for like a year and a half now. No. It's just everybody else felt it the past eight months. Right,
0: what would it take so. for small caps to come back up? Is it the inflation?
3: Inflation going down would be a good thing okay. for the overall market um an influx of money starting to come back to the market which the big money wants to see inflation start to come down and they want to see the fed closer to pivoting which until inflation peaks and you know it consistently goes down the mar- the fed's not going to pivot they're just going to keep raising rates keep raising rates and once we get that then small caps can fly growth can fly um, and, and, you yeah. know, it's back to the green days. Well, also, I don't
0: know if you guys saw the third estimate from the uh, Federal Reserve. They, they revised their first quarter third estimate because each quarter gets three estimates for the GDP numbers. Mm. And so their third estimate actually was revised again. Now we're down 1.6% for the first quarter. Ooh. We were originally down 1.4% for the first estimate, down 1.5%, second estimate, now 1.6% of the third estimate. They're prepping us. They're prepping us. Wow. Yeah, they're like, getting so ready. It's getting a little bit worse. Yeah. And that's a
3: good point, Andre. And as the father of three children and as the person that financially supports my family at home, I sometimes think like what happens if something was to happen to me and some of you guys might financially support your families as well. And that's where our partner today, Fabric,
2: comes in hand. Fabric helps you with life insurance. Fabric is built for families to manage their financial future stress-free. You could easily apply for life insurance in as little as 10 minutes where coverage could be offered instantly. Plus their life insurance policies are issued by Vantis Life, one of the oldest life insurance companies in America, established in 1847. That's almost as old as Jeremy. Hey, be nice, man. Just because I can't go to the club anymore. Listen, I got a facial. My wife says I look five
3: years younger. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Plus, they have a 4.8 out of 5 excellent rating from
0: Trustpilot. So don't take our word for it. See what other people have to say. And Graham, I know how cheap you are. So you'd be really happy to learn that they have really affordable plans with $1 million in coverage for less than a dollar a day. Andre, I'm not that cheap. Fabric does much more than letting you apply for life insurance. Insurance. They can also help set up wills, college funds, and savings accounts. So, so head, head
2: to, to me meetfabric.com slash mm, mm to get started, started, started today. today.
0: And with Fabric's 30-day money-back guarantee, there's no risk to apply, and You can cancel at any time. Again, guys, that's meetfabric.com slash mm
2: to get started today. And now we should get back to the topic.
3: We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, no matter what, we're likely probably in a recession right now or very, very, very close to a recession
0: as of right now. It's so fascinating to see like all the, all the people that have been calling for a recession for the like the last decade, they're like, see, I told you yeah. I was right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, dude. <laughs> the
3: amount of I told you right now, oh, it's it's so prevalent because it's like if you're in gross stocks, you've been killed, right? Yes. I told you not to be messing with those. If you're in Bitcoin, Ethereum, yeah. I told you those were a Ponzi scheme. It's like everybody's just so happy that is on that wave to like throw it in your face. Right. Talk trash about it. I don't it's think like, I've seen a
0: single person who's who's been you know the the doom predictor give a specific timeline like ever i I don't think anyone's ever said like hey this is when it's going to happen yeah or this is when the recession is going to hit between at least give me like a month range or even a year range none of them ever give any ranges part of it
2: though is so much could change like so quickly it could be true up until the point where something happens outside of your control like let's say the russia ukraine invasion all of a sudden now you could have been correct if it were not for that one thing that happened and then it continues forward longer than expected. Right. So it's so tough to to make any prediction like that. Yeah,
3: there's a I mean there's a there's so much jealousy um, out there, I think, from folks that maybe are cash usually or in what's usually seen as safer investments, from those that have been making a lot of money in the growth stocks and Bitcoin, Ethereum, different things like that, where they become very resentful. Right. I mean, I was looking at VT for instance. Mm. VT in the past 14 years is only up like seventy two percent, seventy three percent. That's like a total stock market oh, index. VTI. No VT. Oh, sorry. Which is v- looking is the at ETA the, world version. World. Yeah. the yeah. world version. Got it. Yeah. Oh, VT is the world version. Got it. Yeah. And so, if you've been averaging throughout the years, and let's say you added a hundred dollars a month, a thousand dollars a month, you've hardly made any money, yeah. especially when you consider against the inflation, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there's just a lot of jealousy out there. How much? How much would you make on that? Not very much, because if you, I, I took it back as far as you could view it on Trading View, which is 2008. So. It was only up 73%. So imagine throughout time you kept averaging every month. You know you kept dollar cost averaging, buying, buying, buying. I think your average cost would be somewhere between 65 and 75. Somebody calculated the numbers, and then if you take into the account what inflation has done over the past 14 years, you likely would have been in the green, but it would have been like this right. much was incredible yeah but, to but that's also
2: 2008 it? I mean that's like the peak that's no. near the peak of the market that was already no. crashing
3: yeah but, but it, it crashed in 2008
2: the market didn't bottom until 2011 so you had like three market, years of the beginning investments being in a loss before no. like had you started I think in 2011 no I, I think start- no, 2011 is the real estate market yeah you're yeah. thinking about real estate market no the stock I'm thinking the market. S&P nope. the S&P dropped okay. no, percent stock
3: market bottomed in February 2009 the phones oh I'm 100% certain yeah. s&p bottomed in february 2009 okay um oh, wow. i'm 100 percent 2009 now. you said yes
0: okay
2: yeah it was like
0: february VT, maybe right? march or the s&p
3: the, the entire market Got everything it. nasdaq S&P, yeah, the everything. s&p
2: was was 1400 in january of 2008 and then 2009 was $683. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the but price eggs. So. 2009 but was the yeah. lowest point. My point being, it took you all the way until two thousand, basically 2013. That early two thousand thirteen. Trading view yeah. goes
3: back to like summer.
2: Right. Uh, Jeremy, uh, so, but regardless. so basically, Jeremy,
3: it, it took, VT had a low five, March 2009. Five
2: years. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. But it stayed through those lows. Yeah, so you can do the math. Five, it, it took five years, basically, for your money to break even on that. Assume, but that's only the original investment. That's not counting.
3: Yeah, so uh, you think about all the years the you're dividends. buying when it's obviously much higher than that,
2: right? Cause you're gonna be yeah, buying at, at yeah.
3: much steeper prices. So the so fact you, is, if yeah. you were consistently buying that the past fourteen years, you've hardly made any money. Right.
0: That's gotta hurt over fourteen well, what years. What about the what about the dividend? Jeez. There's no dividend. Yeah, says. there is. Two point four percent. Google stocks not telling. Me. Yeah, okay. 2.4. Okay. two point so four. Okay, that's not two and a half percent.
2: Usually, whenever you, yeah.
3: you got to start worrying about dividends, you know you lost as an investment. <laughs> it's like, well, what about the
2: dividends? <laughs> it's giving uh, a juicy
0: two point four percent. Yeah. <laughs> d- d- yeah, but that's in addition. <laughs>
2: but that's in addition to the sure, growth. Sure. <laughs> yeah it's I, not. Yeah. so I mean if I, if I could choose, I would rather just an additional two and a half percent versus a dividend. Yeah. But all things considered, in, when you're investing in a basket, you're fund, gonna get you're gonna yeah. get dividends. Though. An
3: index fund that that mirrors uh, like the Nasdaq
2: 100 or the S and P 500 would have dominated right. VT, you know. Sure, but no. that's in hindsight. I mean, you don't know though. There are decades where international outperforms the U S. Yeah, but you don't know. It's like in hindsight, of course. Like, oh, had you gone all in QQQ, you would have made a killing. Yeah, but you don't
3: know in the moment. Yeah, it's not good when it's over a 14 year span, though. Short term, you can get caught up in anything, right? You can lose money, you can make so, money, but over so 14 here, years here's time?
0: what I would love to see though like so all the people making predictions of like oh i told you you know the market was going to crash like their usual advice is like sit sit it out of the market wait right i would love to see and i don't know how we'd calculate this but the opportunity cost of had you sat out of the market for you know that amount of time how long would it take for them to be right i know there's been a lot of good studies done on
3: kind of what you're talking about there like if you had sat out the market or even like studies that have been done where this person only buys like when the market's down or something like yes. that I, I can't remember but yeah uh, yeah they did yeah. the three comparisons
0: yeah. of yeah. people that set buy and sell at the perfect times yep. people that consistently dollar cost average and people that buy at the perfect low yeah and it's the person dollar cost averaging that in the end won. it's crazy mm-hmm. crazy to think yeah. about yeah so no, yeah it, it's it's and you can't time it right like it's impossible to really get it right i mean sure you might get it right once but to get it right through decades? Oh, yeah. It's impossible. That's impossible.
2: Literally,
3: yes.
0: 100%. So, yeah. so Jeremy, yeah. what would you say is the alternative? Let's just
2: say yeah. we're looking at a 10-year window starting right now for the next 10 years. Yeah, for the next
3: 10 years, uh, well, one, it depends on if you want to put in the work. If you want to put in the work, I would do 15 to 20 stocks. And dollar cost average into those 15 to 20 stocks you love for the next 5, 10 years. Keep track of them. Listen to conference calls. If you don't want to put in work, then I would always stick with the U.S., and do an index fund if you don't want if you don't have any ambition to do the research work s p 500 index fund stick with the u.s All these other countries i'm not saying they're bad but they're just very unfocused they just don't have the all the advantages we have in the states of having the dollar of having a government who backs everything of having these innovative game-changing companies we have the dominant companies
2: in the world yeah but manufacturing is so much more affordable overseas yeah but that doesn't and and there's and and they they got so much potential because they could scale up at a rate that we we've already done a lot of growth Mm -hmm. and to catch up to us, they, they have that momentum.
0: Yeah. right now and but the, the, ladies and gentlemen we are yeah. watching Warren Buffett versus no, Ray Dalio no, no, right now no, no, no. No, no, no,
4: no. Yeah. I hardly I you're, hardly you're on,
0: think Ray Dalio international necessarily but what Ray he's Dalio, saying yeah. what Ray Dalio is echoing yeah. what you're saying right now it's it's like the US has more of a disadvantage because the US dollar is strong which is not as good for Congress yeah. whereas you're kind of making the Buffett approach which is like just stay in the US that's what he's always been saying yeah well I'm not saying go
2: all in international yeah. I would be perfectly happy having 20% in international right. 80% in the US okay. but I think so still U.S. Oh, yeah, though. no, I would never go, okay. like, all only international. I but uh, I think an 80-20 split, for me at least, like, that's what I think is a good middle ground. Because yeah. that way you're you're still getting that exposure that if the U.S. underperforms, yeah. which it has in the past, yeah. at least you're making it up somewhere else. That's and true. you're getting paid a slightly higher dividend in the meantime. Yeah, mm. Yeah. And the other
3: problem is, I mean, you know, you look at what's happened with the Chinese stocks, for instance, right? China's like that one market. You're like, man, if I'm have to bet on somebody outside of the United States, China. And then you look at all the delistings and the talk of the delistings with Alibaba and Neo and all these stocks, right? And that's just like, oh man, it's so scary. You know, Uh, you don't have the same ownership rights. And the way a lot of these Chinese companies, the way they do it is they'll You're basically buying into an entity in like the Cayman Islands or something that is supposed to have ownership of that company. And really, it's like, give me a break. Like, whatever. Sounds
0: like crypto. <laughs> Just <laughs> Just basically, yeah. yeah. things yeah. offshore. Oh, gosh. Oh,
1: uh, well, yeah. Well, speaking of crypto, what's yeah. going on with crypto, Andre? Did you guys tell me. Bring uh, us up <laughs> to, to speed. Speaking know. about crypto, I think we should thank our sponsor, FTX. <laughs> oh, Take oh, it away. FTX. Wow. That's a great segue. So,
2: for those that are not aware, FTX US is a cryptocurrency exchange with fees that are up to 85% lower than the top competitors. They're trusted by millions of users worldwide to buy, sell, track, and trade both crypto and NFTs. They got no minimum fixed fees on withdrawals. They got no ACH fees and no gas fees in the top Ethereum and Solana collections.
3: I have a question, though. Like, let's say I I buy something over $10. Can I get free crypto? Andre,
2: do you want to answer that one? (laughs) I think you got a Dogecoin. Oh, a
3: Doge. (laughs) You got a Doge. That's right, baby.
0: (laughs) Yellow it all in. So you can get a free
3: coin with every trade over $10. every trade over $10, you get a free coin. That's pretty darn cool. And if you sign up with our link MMFTX, yeah.
2: Can you get like free crypto
3: if you make a deposit?
2: Yeah, you could get all the way up to $100 of free crypto depending on how much you trade, how much you deposit. Yeah, and FTX is trying to get in
3: stocks, which shall be interesting as well. I'm excited to see what progress they make there.
2: That'll be epic. Yeah, Yeah. They've also partnered with Steph Curry, Tom Brady, Coachella, Jeremy. I
3: was waiting for it, I was waiting
2: for it. (laughs) And Miami Heat Arena.
0: (laughs) You can also set up recurring buys, which means you can dollar cost average into the market.
2: So if you guys are interested, the link is down below to get started with FTX US today. Enjoy, and let us know how much crypto you get for free. Bam. Now back to the depressing
0: part.
3: So, Andre, I've been going down the Ethereum rabbit hole more and more, man. Ethereum
0: rabbit hole? Yes. What'd you learn?
3: Oh, my gosh. It's too much, man. My brain's getting fried. I've probably watched this dang Vitaly Lex Friedman (laughs) 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 interview like 55 times, man. Okay. It's like, I love the top comment on this video. It says, uh, when two AI bots meet. (laughs) No, it's just, I mean, it's just so much. That i'm just like man is my brain just not big enough to understand everything going on those guys are just on another level
0: it's it's so crazy man Jeez. like just just when you think you understand the technology behind it it doesn't matter like the market doesn't care about what you understand about the tech mm-hmm. because arguably what matters more is how the project is being run yeah. and how the asset itself is like divested across all these platforms because if yeah. all these platforms are doing something sketchy where they're loaning money to each other and all these loans on top of loans yeah that's when you get the market to collapse and it doesn't really matter how good the tech is yeah and that's kind of what's going on right now it is where it's like all these companies are lending more money than they had on hand of all these customer deposits which means once the asset falls below a certain price those companies get margin called and all their friends are like hey where's my money and they're like i can't pay you back because the, the the money i borrowed is now worth half as much yeah so now they default which means the other company that relied on them defaults as well and it's like on and on this goes and it's like this falling dominoes
3: yeah so, graham have you ever yeah. watched an interview with vitalik the the founder of ethereum
0: i've seen interviews Why? Right? okay yeah. you have I, I just feel like that guy's on yeah. a different level dude like, have you tried to read really his smart. papers yeah have you tried to read his? Like, oh, paper? I haven't. No, it's, it's, it, 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 I've oh I have tried to read his his research papers, and in like one sentence, I have to go back and read it again. <laughs> on my first sentence, I, I'm like, right. I don't understand what yeah. this says.
3: Yeah, it's like it's, it's in it's insane. I've never, you know, and obviously I watch interviews on CNBC all day every day for yeah. like you know 100 years now, and, and listen to a lot of very intelligent people. I've never. I've never listened to interviews of somebody that just is on such a higher level than I feel like every other person in the world. Right. I'm just like, like, he literally makes every CEO, like, I feel like look stupid. Like, right. I'm just like, how is that guy that smart, man? It's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, hmm. but anyways, or maybe he just does a really bad job of talking human talk.
0: No, uh, maybe. But- he, but he has, I think by many considered to be the smartest person in crypto. Yeah. As far as development side. Yeah.
3: Yeah insane man it's just mm-hmm. another level but anyways uh, ethereum rabbit holes a fun one to go down it is, it is. it's
0: never ending it's like the yeah. more you learn the more you're like i don't know anything about this <laughs> hmm. it's like the longer i've been in bitcoin the more i'm like I've, i give up I, I i think i know but yeah. i don't think i know
3: i almost feel like if you're one of the smartest people in the world you you have to go to that space because you feel like those are probably the only people that get you like are and are on your level of like playing field I just feel like even in the business community, there's just people aren't that smart. Right. You know, they might know how to make money, but it's the difference between knowing how to make money and being smart with knowing how to make money and like just right. on such an intellectual capacity that you're just right. like
0: crazy, But but, but even so, like even if you understood the business side of things, even if you understood the tech side of things, the third leg to understand, which I don't think is predictable, is what the customer wants. Yeah. It's like, what do people want to actually use? Because Bitcoin was designed to be a currency as well. Yeah. But no one's really using it like that yet. Yeah, So it's like you, you can develop all these products, but if the customers are not asking for those solutions, then it's a, kind of a moot point. Yeah, so that's, that's true. I think it's a big part of, of crypto. That's one of the problems. Yeah. De- developing solutions for things that don't need solutions. <laughs> solutions that don't <laughs> yeah, need solutions. Really. Yeah.
2: Well, what yeah. it needs is a little bit of regulation. Regulation. Just, a, uh, just to okay. make sure that these, uh, that these crypto exchanges and lenders and brokers and services aren't just taking advantage of their customers. Yeah. And almost everything in the fine print, by the way, I mean, it's really that once you sign up and agree to their terms of service, you are giving them
0: full control over your coins. Mm -hmm. And if
2: anything were to happen to them, you're wiped out.
0: So do you guys think in any way, shape or form, it's possible that part of this wipeout is kind of like the SEC's way of being like, see, we told you we, we, you guys needed us.
3: It definitely kind of feels like a matter of time. Right. You know, And, and like, if you get enough people to lose enough money, essentially... You know, yeah. people complain enough and like, oh, we need to see this is why we need the government to come in. Kind of right. like you were just talking there, Graham, right. um, because, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's an ugly situation. And I think you spoke openly about this, Graham. You've, uh, what well, I don't want to say lost money through Celsius, but you've um, you you got some money tied up there,
4: right?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, in the big picture, I don't really care. Mm. Uh, I use like
4: five different. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
2: Exchanges, okay. and I've moved money around all of them, and I've tried almost everything, so it's inevitable okay. that- one of those will eventually something will happen to it. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean it is what it is. So you don't care if you all the exchanges went under then? All of them? No, I absolutely <laughs> care, but like, you know, you take you with cryptocurrency you take a calculated risk. Yeah. And for me, I've I've set that risk between 5 to 8% of my total portfolio. Okay. The chance of Bitcoin and Ethereum both worth nothing is almost non-existent. It's mm. it's I think it's going to be worth something. So I'm not worried about losing 100% yeah am i worried i'm not worried about losing you know a few percent of that it's not a big deal i like this uh,
3: concept of of calculated risk because i think this is something we need to touch on a lot more just as an investment community of like that that right amount of calculated risk like you were speaking about here with crypto and having your money in different exchanges but understanding one of these might go under
2: yeah but it's also a, a great uh example like why you don't leave your coins on exchanges i mean when you do you take the risk that something could happen to them yeah and if you don't want to take that risk, that's fine. But then you move it to a cold storage. But then you don't earn the interest, correct? And so what? I mean, it, a lot of people it, like to it earn doesn't that interest. It, it's nothing. I mean, mm. really, like i i use, I used BlockFi, I used Celsius. Um, those are the two, I think there's another one that I that I used. I try these out. I mean it's just yeah. it's it's a part of the business of just like you have to try different products and services so you could talk about them openly. And, yeah. and if you like them, great. If you don't like them, so what? Yeah. yeah. But I, um yeah.
0: I think calculated risk is super important, but I also think it's so subjective to every person. It is. I, I imagine a person who's a lot wealthier, their risk is, you know, gonna be a different kind of an assessment than somebody who is Maybe that's like you know all they have is let's say a thousand dollars, and they're like, you know what, I'm going to put five hundred dollars into crypto, and if mm-hmm. I lose it, whatever. But it could turn into ten thousand dollars, and it's like people with less money tend to take more asymmetric risk. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not one to say which one is better than the other, yeah. but it seems to me like people with more wealth tend to protect it and yeah. put less into things like this. And there
3: were some people that had their life savings yeah. in Luna, you know, yeah. for instance, um, you know, the Terra Luna project, and and just literally lost their entire life
2: savings, yeah. you know, in that I, project. Yeah, I think it was to show that there's nothing that's risk-free. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be, if you earn even 1%, there is a small risk of something happening mm-hmm. at some point. It's yeah. unlikely, but uh, I think you just have to take that into consideration, not forget that there's nothing that comes free. Yeah, no. 2022, I yeah. feel
3: like, is the year, like, I feel like every year represents something in the financial markets. I feel like this is a year that represents remembering the risk you're taking in any investment. Just Not humility. T- yeah, exactly, and just uh, like, you know, cause we were thinking so much about the reward and oh, this is the next big opportunity and oh, I can make so much money in this and this. This is that year that brings the entire community back to thinking about risk management between the crypto exchanges and brokerages that have gone down, between the failed projects, between crypto crashing, between stocks, like some of the biggest companies in the world, PayPal, Netflix falling 60, 70% year to date, Shopify. Um, I think this is that year that represents like, hey, remember the risk we're taking here. This is not risk-free. You can lose money. You can go down 50%, 60%, 70%. Yeah. This and is a casino. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's well, not as, forget.
0: <laughs> as I will say, as Mike Tyson once said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess what I'm trying to say here in this case is everyone has a plan or a risk risk assessment plan until the market explodes. And then you see all yeah. these people making all this money and how quickly we forget. Yes. Or it's like, oh, yes, I should put all this money into it because yes. everyone's making money.
3: Yep. Yeah. 100%. It yeah, it happens all the time and uh you know for me I obviously put uh you know several hundred thousand dollars in voyager stock for instance and i looked at that and at that time when i was buying that stock they were growing like crazy they were growing users they were growing revenues they were getting a profitability um and they had their stuff together they had uh, like a hundred million plus in cash right and then all of a sudden fast forward the hedge fund goes under and all of a sudden Voyager's out 600 million
2: dollars and it's like
3: what right what What, do you think that's the
2: entire story I don't know well, if that's the entire story. It yeah, seems 600 like six hundred mil is not one, a small amount. One hedge fund, though, but it it's,
3: it's, it's such it a seems large like amount. If for Voyager, that's a huge amount. I mean, well, you know, they
0: lent out I think one point two billion. Yeah,
3: roughly. and and from my understanding, they're out over six hundred million dollars now. Yeah. Voyager had a hundred and something million dollars in cash, roughly cash and investments. Okay. So if you're out $600 million, like where do you get the rest of that money? Who, now yeah. FTX helped or Sam specifically helped with some money, but that still does
2: not.
0: Doesn't cover the full
2: way. Yeah. But who signs off on that investment? This that is, that's a good idea to invest so much of our money within one company that if something happens to them, our entire business shuts down. Like who's, yeah. who signs off on that? It seems terrible. Well, that's that seems the, really, that's how bad. they were getting
3: the crazy uh, interest. And I know we've all been skeptical of like how these companies were getting this interest, uh, You know of like paying five percent seven percent whatever and now we're getting to see and the way it was always pitched from like the gentleman that leads that company and other companies was like oh it's with big institutions and sure it was with a big hedge fund but then that big hedge fund went under and let's also not forget in the last financial crisis uh things things are a lot crazier than this happened aig went under now for i know a lot of our audience might be millennials like they don't understand like how big aig was that would be the I don't even know how you could explain that in the equivalent terms, right? Fannie Mae went under. Freddie Mac went under. Right? um Lehman Brothers went under. Solomon Brothers went under. Like the biggest, huge institutions that were seen as like super safe on Wall mm-hmm. Street literally went to zero. Yeah. And so, I mean, to see kind of what's going on in the crypto space after we saw what happened in the financial crisis, it's well, like, well, that's kind of what, what have happened.
0: Yeah, like the writings on the wall. It seems like, and and all this. Thinking where it's like oh it's too big to fail is, yeah. is just not true yeah and that's why I'm worried for people even that have their money on on some of the bigger exchanges like like even the Coinbase is that, oh because that that's what safe. people are talking about now yeah
3: that that's it's like who's ne-
0: next what yeah. should,
3: what's
2: well, the next dominant yeah the Coinbase one seems like just standard disclaimers that it's not SIPC or FDIC insurance and I think some people forget that right so I think that's that's good that it's out there that hey in the event of a bankruptcy your money is not protected right. I think yeah. that needs to be clarified. And there's there's got to be some sort of regulation instead of FDIC or SIPC, maybe there's like a you know, CIPC, I don't know, like right, cryptocurrency right. Yeah. insured something or other. I mean, I don't know. Well, well,
0: that's my next question. So so Jeremy, have you have you played in the futures market much at all? Like do you have you ever invested into like a futures ETF or anything like that? No. No. Okay. No. So 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 Gary Gensler they approved, you know, a way to bet on Bitcoin's future price. Okay. Which was BITO. And then there was, uh, which is an ETF, and then there was a way to bet against Bitcoin's future price, which moves counter to BITO, which is an ETF called BITI. Oh, wow. Call it Lil Bitty. Okay. So so it moves in the opposite direction of BITO. Oh, wow. And so it's fascinating that, in and of itself, like that is a derivative. It's what's con- considered a derivative. Okay. It's just a derivative of an asset. It's not the asset itself, like a spot Bitcoin exam, It almost right? feels like a call option on yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah. It kind of exactly yeah, what it is. You're buying contracts. Mm-hmm. And so, how does it make sense that the SEC approved that? But not a spot Bitcoin ETF because that seems to be so much more risky to give people the option to invest into (laughs) derivatives of such a volatile asset, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to give people the option to invest in the asset itself rather than like options contracts on it or against it? Seems like a workaround. Seems a little, it's weird. Like that's so much more risky. And their reasoning is they want to protect the consumers. But allowing those futures ETFs to exist doesn't make sense to me if that's the goal of protecting people. Yeah,
3: that's wow. That's the first I'm learning of that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a little strange. Yeah, wow. Tark, you guys ever heard about Tark before? No. So it's like a 2x leverage of Kathy Woods' ARC ETF. So So basically, if let's say ARC Invest, ARC is up. 5% Five percent a day this should be up 10 percent or more oh. that same day so today for instance was a great day and tark was up over 18 percent today jeez jeremy day. why didn't you buy
2: that today
0: yeah, huh? no. imagine trying
3: to day trade that around? <laughs> oh, so, oh so it, it's an options call or is it etf or? It's yeah. An, yeah it's an etf a okay. 2x leverage oh, man,
2: one. you know what i want to do so. this might be really stupid but take ten thousand dollars and every day i'll flip a coin heads or tails and that decides if I buy or sell that day, <laughs> or like which one I do. Like tails, I'll do the short; heads, I buy the other one. Yes, yeah, so for could ten days. Or and just yeah. see if I actually make money doing that. Wow. I'll go like ten thousand in, all out. That's cool. All in, all out, ten days. Jeez, that would be wild. You sure you're gonna you make sure it, to it to ten days? Yeah. <laughs> <I imagine. laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> I'll grow gray hair. Day two. Yeah, I
0: lost it all. <laughs> yeah. Why well,
2: you wouldn't lose it all? But you no. could, you could lose a significant amount. Yeah. yeah. But Down my like point being, it's just like. Playing some of these things, I, I bet it's just like a coin toss. This is such and a so, gambler, Graham, right? Now. But no, no I, you know what I think it is? It's to prove that no one can predict it. If, because right. if, like my monkey thing, when the market was going up, like the monkey outperformed everything. Right. Crazy. So, like, my my point with that was not so much to be like, look how smart the monkey is. It's just like anybody could make money in this market. Like, anybody. Right. It's not hard. And if a monkey could do it, that should be, you know, a little concerning. Right. Uh, if I do this with the heads or tails, it just goes to show you it's just like right. hey, It's could, ra- this is you know, random. It's funny though, random it, stuff. That saying of yeah. like, you know, because
3: some people like to put others down. Like, oh, anybody could make money in this market when the market's <laughs> going up, right? But they, those same people, when the market's going down, are like. You're such an idiot. You're so dumb. You're losing all your money. And it's just funny to see that like switch. And like, right. do you realize the market's going down 30%? Right. Right. So it's just, you know, just once again, it gets back to that whole jealousy right. and thing. nowadays, the name
0: of the game is just to compare portfolios and see how much lower someone is or like less low. <laughs> like how much money did you lose 10%? Oh great, Yeah, I'm at 5% yeah, <laughs> so yeah. much better. That's it, oh man, I would kill to be down 5%. <laughs> yeah,
2: <exactly. laughs> yeah. um, it's oh, funny reading Reddit. I read all of those yeah, stuff on Reddit. It's, it's it's just, it's yeah. Um, yeah, I love it when people say like, I'm panicking right now, I'm down 30%, I put all my money in January
0: and then all the comments are like you said. <laughs> yeah, 30%, uh, I'm down 90%, I'm 90% <Yeah>. Um, oh, uh, uh, Grant, the, the monkey test was, was with the small caps, or was it... was it? Uh... That was the S&P 500, okay. and that was
2: 30 randomly picked stocks, and then of those 30, the monkey picked 10. Got it. Okay. Yeah. This year, the monkey portfolio is down a lot. I think it's down... Actually, I can look.
3: It'd be interesting yeah, I, if I, it was looked. still better than the market. All that matters that is he's be, beating yeah. the market. Yeah. No, I don't think he's beating the market this year.
2: Right now, the monkey portfolio is down 20%. Okay. What's S and five hundred?
3: Oh, now? so at S and P five hundred, at like, 20%, like yeah, yeah. twenty percent, like twenty point
2: four percent right now. Okay. Yeah, twenty point one two. So they're neck and neck. So wow. they are
0: basically tied right now. And he's the doing monkey. better
2: than the Nasdaq
0: and the. Well, oh, yeah. I remember you did it earlier this year, and it was doing better than the S and P five hundred. Yeah. So
2: now the original monkey portfolio that was up forty yeah. percent, is now down. 20% oh okay. so I went from a 40% change, profit yeah. that's crazy. down I should have sold I should have sold it off and just uh you know started fresh every year and I think oh, I'm just gonna call that yeah. we should have sold everything And Jeremy right, what were don't. you saying with Warren Buffett yeah
3: so Warren Buffett I got the numbers here okay gentlemen all right, what's Warren Buffett, On, this is, uh, for anybody that's not familiar basically you get a dinner with Buffett it's like three four hours you have dinner with him get to ask him all these questions pick his mind and whatnot So 2013, $1 million it costs. And by the way, he donates some money to charity. 2014, 2.1 million. 2015, 2.3 million. 2016, 3.4 million. 2017 was the year to buy the dip. Only $2.6 million. So it went down. It was cheaper in 17. 2018, 3.3 mil. 2019, 4.5 mil. No dinner in 2020, no dinner in 2021 because of Rona. Mm -hmm. They just did it recently.
2: Guess how much?
0: If you guys Sick. haven't seen the number, oh, already sorry. I know the number.
2: Okay, I don't, okay. You I don't know, know the, the number. number. I don't know the number. Um, my guess. Oh, it's got to be something crazy. It, it's I didn't hear about it. I mean, probably it's got to be like a two. Oh, uh, a two what? Two million? Two million? No. no.
3: Nineteen million dollars. <laughs> oh my year.
2: gosh! Yeah. Oh, you know what? I bet it's a crypto company, right? <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> crypto- that could right. Be a good point. That would be a great video. I took Warren Buffett out to dinner for $19 million, and all I got was this advice. <laughs> Buy the S&P 500. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a video title. Oh my
2: yeah, gosh. I can't see anything where they were named. It was the Paul brothers, Jake and Logan, they paid for it, imagine that.
3: Can
1: you Paul, imagine that? Dude. Thinking
3: about it, imagine if we split it three ways, could we? Could all three of us go?
1: No, no, we couldn't <laughs> afford it.
3: I know we couldn't afford it, but let's say well, hypothetically we could, could we just pay <laughs> like a On a bad
0: year each? Jeremy, let's wait until we get to the $2 million mark. <laughs> oh God. Just
2: watch it be Ken Griffin. Kevin, oh know. my God. Yeah, There's only a handful of people that would do that. Yeah. My guess is a crypto company.
3: Yeah, you've got to have a crazy
2: amount of money. You gotta. Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like you gotta pretty much be a billionaire already yeah. if it's an individual. Sam
2: Bankman-Fried be a good person to do that. I feel like that, it'd be yeah. a waste you of time. You don't think so? Warren yeah. Buffett would just be like,
3: "I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> that's a good impersonation. I love you. Uh, uh, get, get out of
2: here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Buffett what should I do with my Bitcoin it's <laughs> <that's> rat point. <laughs> you should have done the entire FDX integration with one Buffetts
3: but Buffett have you ever heard of Ethereum before <laughs> Ethereum 2.0 and sharding do you know anything about sharding it's like, Charlie
0: shards all the time
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh we're cancelled we're cancelled we're gonna get a notice from Buffett and Munger
1: oh <laughs> Oh, Alex, don't fall out of your chair He's over
3: there. Off. Holy That's smokes. Awesome. So is that your goal in life, Graham, to have enough money to have dinner with Buffett? Nah, I don't care. You don't care? No. I know you surprised me, because last time I asked you who you want on your channel, if it was the last video, and you said Floyd Mayweather.
2: <laughs> that was a surprise. i gotta mean, throw, I got to throw out a name that no one else is going to guess. No, but he switched that really his mind me. to Elon after. No, everyone's going to say yeah. Elon. I mean, so pick yeah. someone else.
3: Yeah, Floyd, Money Mayweather. Yeah. Oh. If he's
2: honest, if he's open and honest about his
0: finances, I think he'd be uh, fantastic. Big
3: investments, New York City. Uh, see, in my career,
0: I was smart. He's <laughs> like, Ethereum Max, by the <laughs> day. Oh, <laughs> gosh. He's like, who's gosh, promoting us?
3: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I remember there was this episode of... Uh, who's yeah. the sponsor? <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> I remember there was this episode of, like, 24-7, uh, all-access, back in the day. He was fighting somebody, I don't know, and they used to do this, like, run-up show to get everybody pumped up for the fight right and there there's like three episodes and in one of the episodes he's like uh leaving this gym he had got done playing basketball or whatever and he's like and one of the guys is like oh i'm kind of getting tired because it's like three in the morning or whatever and he's like oh you, you need to get a rock star and then he's like wait rockstar paying us money oh they, they're not look at them get a monster wait monster paying us money and he's like no it's rockstar oh i meant that monster, <laughs> Red Bull, get a rock star. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> like, whoever's paying his money is just—we need to make sure we promote them.
1: Oh
0: gosh! Yeah, but, no, I do remember he was promoting, I think Ethereum Max, and I think there's yeah. a, there's a lawsuit over it. Oh gosh! Yeah, yeah. There's, um, a, like, yeah so there's. I mean, there's
1: a so many on, celebrity
3: yeah. ones that always. Yeah, and in the crypto space, it's a wild, wild west. And I don't how
0: know, how do you, you guys know, think they is. justify just it's taking millions of dollars to promote those things? Like, are they not concerned with their brand or like the optics of it? Yeah, or? They probably have lawyers that look over
2: all of it and they say, "Oh, it's a currency;
0: it's not a security. You're free to say
4: wow. and do this." And That's they just probably
0: don't care. Probably what it is. But like, don't yeah. they have like they yeah. must have like some morality where they're just like, I can't do this. Like, I know legally I'd get away with it, but like I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't know everybody's different yeah you know what I mean I mean
3: Floyd came from the family his dad was locked up in jail for selling drugs and you know his mom was an addict so you know just everybody's got different standards you know it's like to promote an even if it's a scam NFT is like nothing It's like when you and, come and, from selling drugs, it's yeah. like. Oh, and I
0: guess if not they're, nothing. if they're, I suppose if their brand is so massive, that's probably not going to be yeah. the thing that takes them And, down and
2: his brand is boxing. It's yeah. like if, if,
0: if a financial person were to do
2: that, their right. career would be destroyed. Right. But that's a true. boxer maybe would have a different outcome. Right. Yeah. You know, because people know you right. as a boxer. As a boxer. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then it's like, well, that you, you had it coming. You listened to a boxer and for advice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: there's some of that right. where it's like, hey, you should have known better. Right. Yeah.
3: Oh, gosh. Really? Yeah, in the NFT community, that's a whole other one. Because that's the one a lot of the big celebrities have been promoting over the past year. And then now I just read NFT just fell to, I think, a 12-month low in terms of sales. Yeah, Yeah, I was reading an article about that recently. I never checked
0: my portfolio, so I just...
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, is it even worth it? I mean for you to No <laughs> oh, no I wait, mean, how's the Spider Man NFT? I remember oh, when you oh, said yeah. it was like forty was grand. That? I'm like, sell it. No, sell it, it on it. Right. 100, Yeah, I would say sell it. How much you pay for it? Fifteen? No, I paid like 13, 12. <laughs> sell it. Really? But you do know you do know that, do know that if he sells price. Price. it, he
1: can't get the I, money. No, you can now. Oh, you can now? Yeah. What oh, yeah. do you oh, mean sweet. you can now? <laughs> now you can pull it out. Well, at the time you can only convert it back into like gems or whatever that is, but you could not convert gems to cash. You can't Gosh, Who invented this?
0: Oh, so it's twenty thousand right now.
1: Twenty thousand.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's still above my cost. Bases, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <It's> so. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs>
3: it was a hundred though, Graham. He's got to wait for a hundred again.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's a, a Beblin. Like no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a pro. And I'm gonna wait till it's a million.
3: Oh god. Oh, uh, Doge is that still five cents? Yep, okay.
2: five. Okay. It's held it's actually strong. pretty strong, steady yeah. between oh. five and six cents. It has
0: not moved in a while.
3: At some point with some assets, I mean, it's just like you get all the sellers out of there right. and it's just like, no exactly. one's left.
0: You shake everyone out. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's like, who's left to sell Doge? Like if you sold Doge, you probably already sold Doge by right. now. Probably. probably
0: or you lost
2: your password and like you've been waiting <laughs> this entire time. Oh God. There's a few of them trickling in, I'm sure. Yeah.
3: That's how you get a bottom in the market. You just run out of sellers. <laughs> Eventually you run out of sellers yeah. and kind of like the Tattooed Chef. Yeah.
2: You know what's funny <laughs> enough? I checked the price of Tattooed Chef Every yeah. day, and it's hovered around the same price. Yeah. I honestly and and any bad news we get in the market, tattoo chip is like the exact same. Yeah, it's like it doesn't move anymore. It's just they have yeah. run out of people. To they sell run it. out of sellers, and that means it's time for you to go
3: heavy, Graham. What no, would ha- oh, no. a couple hundred? You put a you put a lot more money in riskier things. Come on, two hundred thousand in the shop. <laughs> no,
2: no, a quarter million. No, because I don't need to. I don't want to take the risk. On oh something come
3: like that. on, you invest in coins. Bitcoin, Ethereum. Yeah, but the, that to me, the upside is
2: worth the risk. I mean, it's like,
4: Come you on. know, I don't
2: know. Clearly, it, <laughs> but like between the two, Tattoo Chef or Bitcoin, Andre, back me up here. I mean, yeah. like oh, TTCF, yeah, clearly. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: it's so funny to try to see Jeremy convince Graham and be like, come right, on, just coming. put in 200 grand. And then grand. we're like, yeah. please, yeah. Jeremy, just buy some Bitcoin. Like, just put in. I just, I, I just told Bear, Jeremy just one Bitcoin. Yeah, we've been one trying to tell him that. Yeah. Since yeah the beginning. When
2: it was
3: 60,000, guys. <laughs> no. no, we tried it
2: 30. 30. 30. 30 so was I the started, first time. Yeah. Had you listened to us originally, you would only be down 30%. Exactly. Which is more than you can say. First yeah. <laughs> I'll take thirty percent. That's not bad. Okay.
3: So, how do you feel about margining out now in this sort of market, guys?
0: Margining out? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Margin? Are you are you going go to go
3: margin, Jeremy? I I had some margin, you but did? I have not done anything on margin in many many months. It's been a while. Months. Yeah. When's the last time you had margin? The last time I did some margin. <laughs>
2: So, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I feel like we're talking about like some something taboo here. It's
0: I have like, like Jeremy, right. like, you, you, did margin, margin, Jeremy. I have go. a girlfriend. I don't mess with margin.
3: Because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't that's mess something with something we can talk. About. Let's be honest, okay? You can do like twenty, was it twenty x leverage in uh, crypto? Crypto, yeah. You can do like two x in stocks, so it's really lame in stocks. But I know you guys don't touch these. But how no. do you feel about other people? Because some people are looking at Bitcoin, yeah at 20k let's say or 19k and they're like oh come on this has to be bottom i gotta leverage no,
0: stay
2: out at all costs yeah. Say out all- not, never I, yeah.
0: yeah i've never understood why anyone in the world would do it regardless of their wealth mm. i don't know but that that's Same. more of like just yeah a risk-taking personality i suppose yes. it's like how much risk do you want i i don't understand trying to go yeah. really big with it
2: i would say put the extra effort into making more money yeah. whether okay. that be just like learning a new skill changing yeah.
0: jobs or actually go have fun and actually go gambling yeah, <laughs> Actually, I mean, at least you'll get some fun out of it. Oh yeah. gosh! Yeah, I would say. So when were you in margin?
2: Uh when did you do this? A few Jeremy? months ago. Did I, I didn't know about this. <laughs> I I, mean, I, ago, always yeah. carry,
3: I always carry a little bit of margin around, but just a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Still, and what did you pay it off or what?
3: No, I still got some margin. I still out got margin. Yeah. The good news is. I, if the mar- as long as the market doesn't drop another thirty percent, I shouldn't get margin called. But I'm going to be in trouble if the market drops
2: another thirty. So, but at what what point would you take out more margin? I can't do it. I can't do more margin. You're maxed out at your margin. No, no. I just <laughs> literally I can't take that risk. Okay, not that they won't allow you to take out more. <laughs> no, because like, oh, no, for instance, because <laughs> it'd be like I'm I can't sorry, do it here. I could, I mean, we're <laughs> trying to differentiate. Like, I could do it by in the personal public choice right or now. like.
3: I could do. Yeah. I could margin out right. the whole public account, right? That's a one point one or one point two million dollar account. Wow! So I could margin another million plus easily in that account, but I just can't do it mentally.
2: They allow it's you so to double stressful. your portfolio with the money. Yes, is it, is and it? you can
3: even go over double technically, even How? though you're not
2: supposed to. How are you doing that? Because I thought it. with with a lot of the stocks that you have in the public account, they're so volatile yeah. that like something like Tesla, you can't you can't margin one to one. They they'd give you maybe like what sixty percent, fifty percent on Tesla.
3: Uh, no. So let's say I had 500 shares of Tesla. Yeah. I would be able to do at least 500 shares really? of margin. Yeah. It, when I was, uh, when I went crazy with margin in 2015, I was doing all the crazy like trades and stuff. I, at one point I had more money in margin than I had total in my fidelity. How do they allow, how do they allow you to do Sometimes that? Sometimes it just sneaks through. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is it's that true? It's supposed to be only, yeah. you know, for basically every dollar you have in a stock, you're supposed to have another dollar yeah. on the other side. But sometimes some things- You know what it was? Maybe it was,
2: I looked into a pledged asset line a while back um, just to see what I could get. And I think it was, yeah, that was through Schwab, but they were, but on index funds, I think it was like up to 60% or something or 70% as a pledged asset line. I never did it. Yeah. Yeah. People buy like real estate with that kind of stuff with just margin. Yeah, don't you know, they? with margin, pledged asset line a little bit more secure. Okay. But you could, yeah, yeah, you could buy real estate with margin, yeah. paying off. But yeah, well, yeah.
3: well most people buy uh, real estate on margin,
2: well, including you, Graham.
0: You're you on no, margin. We don't with with real get estate.
2: margin yeah. called though. <laughs> no, but you don't get thirty-year fixed-rate, you know, tax-deductible mortgages with yeah with margin.
3: The beautiful thing about real estate is the likelihood that it's going down fifty-plus percent is very, very slim. Ooh, right. So. But some people did get wiped out in the last financial crisis. Famous that did last crisis. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I know. That, no, some, now it's going to happen. No, Thanks, Jeremy. There, I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Jinxed it. Yeah. No, I mean, there were some people in the last financial crisis and that housing crisis that had six houses and then had no no houses, Right, like in a matter of months. <laughs> no, they have no houses. No, they have no houses. It
2: happened, <laughs> it was man. A cool it story. 10 stocks and now they have no stocks. Yeah,
1: it happens. Did it happen to be the middle of It feels like a Dr. <laughs> Seuss book. <laughs> they had 10 yeah. stocks and now they have no yeah. stocks.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: you want to hear a to? crazy stock. story? Stock. No I stock. got a crazy That's story true. for you I never told. What's up? Okay, so... You you got I don't know if you guys know or not, but in in the private stock group, I got a six figure club award. I send to people or seven figure club. Yeah. Okay, so listen to this. It's a crazy story. We've probably sent only 10 6 figure awards. I think this entire year, and maybe five seven figure this entire year. Okay, at the peak, we were sending between ten and twenty six figure a week, and five and five plus usually seven figure a week. Whoa. Guess how much money I spent on six-figure and seven-figure awards from basically the middle of 2020 through the middle of 2021?
0: Per month or just? No, just total. Oh, th- for for that 12-month span.
2: 40. No, not 40 grand. Maybe 20 grand. Okay, Andre? Um,
0: Gosh. Uh, how many did you send? Well, I can't tell you. Oh, you can't tell me. Yeah. Okay. Well, not, now that you asked, I'm going to say 40.
3: 40? Yeah, you're right. 40. Oh, I said 40 oh, originally. No,
0: Andre
2: wins $40,000. No, but do you take them away now if the account <laughs> drops no, below? No, that's the running <laughs> them back?
3: Like, so we have to send them back now that we <laughs> that's went funny. under? Oh, gosh. But yeah, I mean. So you're just, getting shipments back. <laughs> <in> yeah. <now. laughs> no, it's sad. At every single house, I have awards that are just collecting dust. Like six oh. figure, seven figure. At this house, the other house, the other house. It's well, just, do
0: they have like custom no. names on them? Or are they just? No, no. Okay. They're just, you know. Yeah.
3: But it's that. It just shows you that the market we were uh, in yes in the market we are in now where it's like everybody was hitting six figures seven well i'm figures, surprised and now you're sending like anything no at all money.
0: still because there's still people hitting those seven figure uh, marks
3: That's maybe amazing. maybe it was some people that were in some oil and gas stocks right or maybe it was some people that were short in stock. but you no, never but know does that count
2: deposits like let's just say yeah I,
3: you could deposit your way to get then, there it has okay. to be invested in stocks so. okay, right. so you can't just like have 100k cash right. and like oh I want a six figure it, it has right. to, you have to show screenshots right. of like Investing. you know that you actually have that money but it's just it's insane to see like how much the market like switched where it's like so many people and honestly a lot of those people were carried by tesla yeah. tesla carried so many people mm-hmm. to six figure and seven figure club it was does, really that, does that
2: worry you jeremy that uh that tesla has has seen such a big run for so many people and everybody is kind of like all excited pumped up about tesla yeah. that maybe that's a <sighs> not the best yeah the, the thing that worries
3: me about tesla is you know i think some people are hopeful it makes another one of those crazy runs like we had in the last one. And I just, I think it's going to be very difficult for it to ever go on some sort of epic 1,000-plus percent run ever again. If it does, great. I'll be happy for it. I'm a Tesla shareholder. I just think it's going to be incredibly difficult. Because you're talking about, if Tesla's going to do that, they don't need to become a multi-trillion-dollar market cap. They're going to need to surpass Apple, way past Apple, um, in order to go there. And it's not impossible. It's just a I think, difficult thing. It's much more difficult than what they've done in the past. So, Mm. um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are also looking for like that next opportunity. But yeah, I mean, when you see something and Bitcoin's the same thing. People think, Mm -hmm. you know, they invest in Bitcoin. They think they're going to get that same opportunity that you got if you'd been buying in 2015, 2016. And maybe you could. What what does everybody talk about Bitcoin? When's it going to a million? And with Tesla, it's like, you know, it, right. Yeah. So I don't know we'll, we'll see kind of what happens there. I think people are investing a little differently now, though, I will say in the market. There's some that have left individual stocks and are going only index funds. Now you have some folks that are looking for that next big opportunity. But I think most people are risk adverse right now are very quiet about taking risk right now because it's not cool. Right now, if you talk about taking risks right now, people are like, ask you a million questions. What are you doing that for? What? Yeah. Right now, I think there's if people are taking risks, they're being really quiet about right. it. Because no one wants to have to face like a million questions about, oh, yeah. you're doing what? Well,
0: you I'm know? just fascinated by the fact that 10 years ago, more people owned stocks than they do today. That's kind of crazy Wait, to think about. wait, wait. What? Yes. Yeah. Where did you see this? That's a statistic. Somewhere. What? I'll look it up. I forget, <laughs> I forget. No, it's from it's from the government. Uh from TikTok? Uh, no, no. No. Not TikTok. no, no. From the government. These are official what? official statistics. It doesn't even make sense, More make sense to me. More people own stocks 10 years ago than they do today. In 2012? Yes. Wow. That doesn't I, So people doesn't got make sense shaken out of the market. It makes perfect sense. People got shaken out of the market after 2008. Yeah, and a lot of people stopped investing as much. Mm-hmm. Ever since the launch of Robinhood, which was in 2013, mm-hmm. the amount of people that own stocks started to go up, but very little. What? And th- this year, by 2022, here I'll, I'll pull up the statistics. But give yeah, me a see few if you can find it. Yeah.
3: What do you see there, Graham? Explain to us.
2: It says, do you personally or jointly with a spouse have any money invested in the stock market right now, either in individual stocks, stock market mutual? Okay, blah 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 blah. Uh, we'll have to send that screenshot to Alex too. No, no, this, no, 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 So this goes back all the way to the year 2000. Right. So 10 years ago, more people, less people own stocks 10 years ago than today. No, true. I'm talking about like 20, 2000. The so year 2000. Two, oh, the year two, 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago. Barely. But I would imagine that to me looks
0: like right before the dot com bust. Right. Where people a lot get of people. shaken out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is kind of crazy, 20 years ago. You would think like with the advent yeah. of Robinhood and free investing, mm-hmm. there'd be way more people that own stock yeah. now than 20 years ago. I
3: wonder, if, I, yeah, I, know, I wonder if crypto would go through that. Imagine Maybe. if there was somehow less people that own crypto right. in 20 years. In 20 years, that would yeah, be yeah. it's possible. Think. It's possible. Jeez. Wow, no, that's intriguing. I, I, yeah. I bet you the average person has way more in stocks nowadays than back then though, I would assume. You know, you mean the wealth is a
0: little more concentrated? Yes,
3: yeah. exactly. Right. Wealth is more concentrated.
0: Maybe. So that's kind of interesting, though. 20 years ago, yeah. I, would, I would have bet my money on it if I asked anyone, like, who owns more stock? We did 20 years ago or now? Yeah, like, of course. But people get shaken out post 2008. Yeah. And I bet a lot of bubble. those companies went to zero that people are invested in. Probably, so they just, yeah. you know, they just wrote it off. Right. They're never going to invest in stocks yeah and it's unfortunate that's what
3: happens in every single crash market people just give up man they give up and it happens um it's because you go through the fomo cycle and that's what attracts so many people into it right that last fomo cycle you go through it attracts so many new investors they all lose money a lot of money and then they uh give up because right. they're like oh this is a scam stocks right. are a scam crypto is right. a scam the whole thing's a scam and uh, I mean I kind of don't blame them in one way but at the same time it just sucks it's like buy the dip damn it right
0: just stay with <laughs> yeah. it buy the dip stay with it
3: yeah stay with it for the long term focus on just the long term just like our channel
0: <laughs> subscribe and <laughs> yeah. stay with us stay with it <laughs> we Please. only get better
2: <laughs> with time with
0: time <laughs> yeah.
2: alright guys so with that said thank you so much for watching make sure to subscribe stick with us as well Hit the like button, hit the notification bell, check out the sponsors down below in the description. And now, with that said, uh, now, with that thank said, thank you. Yeah, take care. Never so mind. the nice like button. Subscribe. Oh, you know what? Hear the uh, bloopers. That's right. Enjoy. So, so head, head to, to, to meetfabric.com slash mm slash mm. So, so head to, to meetfabric.com slash mm forward slash mm. mm. Slash <laughs> Come on,
0: ready? <laughs> I'm a computer nerd. All right, three, two, two. one. So, head to so
2: meetfabric.com slash mm. Come on, Jeremy. No,
3: there was Andre that time. I didn't he, mess it up. You said, you said .com before. Or not. Okay.
4: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.